I think the best things happen on accident, right? Like, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it follows that kind of whole social media platform. We just started hashtagging things, markets on sailboats so that we would have a, uh, whatever um, catalog. Yeah. Of our own kids, like our own kids pictures and other movies that we brought out on boats, our kids, friends and whatever else. And um, U.S. Sailing, which is like the National Sailing Organization, called us and they said, could your organization come speak at our yearly um, annual meeting, annual annual leadership forum? Bi-annual leadership forum. In San Diego. (laughs) And we're like... You're like, let me contact the president of our association and get back to you. uh, (laughs) Our organization, meaning like my way to scrapbook. Um, (laughs) So we're like, sure. Hey guys, it's Jocelyn. Welcome to Keeping Up With Chaos podcast. Thanks for joining us tonight. We're glad that you're here and a part of the conversation as always. Tonight's guest is More Kids on Sailboats. Brett and Katie join us tonight to talk to us about starting a nonprofit smack dab in the middle of COVID on accident. If that isn't chaos, I don't know what is but we're all about chaos here and conversation. Tonight, I'm also excited to have Natalie on. She's my guest co-host. She's been on the pod before, and she's coming on tonight to hang out and be a part of the conversation as well. So welcome, everybody. Let's get started. And if you're heading to work, buckle up. If you're heading out for a walk, strap on those shoes, grab your dogs. And if you're hanging around the house, get comfy on the couch, grab yourself a cocktail maybe. And let's see where tonight's conversation takes us. If you want to leave us a review, we'd really much appreciate that. Head on over to our website. You can leave us a review there or rate the podcast. You can also leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. Please and thank you. Cheers. Um, thank you for doing this. I'm so excited. Thanks for asking me. I know you said that um, you were like, hey, bitches need me to come back sometime. And I was like, I need someone to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do it. I was so excited to get your text. Yes, I know. And, um, you know, Ginger's on vacation. Nikki had to have a second surgery. Oh, that's I a know. Bummer. I know. Right. Um, so anyways, tonight we have. um an old friend of mine that I grew up with and she and her husband started this really cool nonprofit in the middle of COVID, but they're like a dynamic couple. So, um, he's in like marketing and she's a teacher. And, um, I just knew that it would be like a really cool story to share, you know? So I was like, Hey guys, you want to come on the pod? And they're like, yes. I'm like, sweet. (laughs) Everybody wants to be on a podcast. It's such a cool thing. Isn't it fun? I love it. I love it. it. So what have you been up to? Look at you. You look so studious in your like classes. Well, the big news here is I just dropped my son off for two weeks of camp. (gasps) First time camper. Oh my gosh. Exciting. Did you? He was excited. Did you embarrass him? Were you like, bye, I love you so much. (laughs) No. Well, I did because I I dropped him off. He was a little anxious, but still trying to be tough. Yeah. And then sure. I had to go back to the camp to drop off a calling card because I'd forgotten to give it to him. And so like two hours had passed. Oh my gosh. And when I got there, he was like in this big circle of people and they were all laughing and he was putting on sunblock and he saw me and he was horrified. Oh. <laughs> he was like GTFO. Oh my God. He was like, get out of here. Get out of here. Quick, yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah. 
He wasn't rude to me, but he was like, obviously, make it snappy, mom. Yeah. He was like, let's just drop drop the sunscreen and go. Like, let's yeah. go. I like threw this calling card at him and ran. Oh, oh this. Oh, he was putting on sunscreen. You're bringing yeah. the calling card. Sorry, sorry. I got ahead of myself. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine who was sunscreen? Come here. Hi, mom. <laughs> it's too funny. My teenager does that to me now. Like, I'll take him and drop him off at school. And he's like, quick, quick, quick. Just 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 stop. Let me out right now. And then he like literally is like, you know, opening up the door and like trying to get out of the door before I'm like, I have to stop. Like, like fuck and roll. I know. Right. And so he was just like, oh, and then one time I was like, bye. I love you. And like, just to be like an asshole about it. And yeah. he was, he was like, oh, so embarrassing. Well, anyway, so I'm glad you're here. We're going to talk to Katie and Brett. They are coming to talk to us a little bit about, have you ever heard of more kids on sailboats? I, well, I haven't before today. Okay. So it's cool. They started a nonprofit in the, like in the middle of COVID. I feel like it's kind of like the thing, you know, it's like the silver lining of COVID. Like a lot of people did a lot of cool things, which like I tend to go for those like positive pieces versus like the negative pieces. And so I just thought it was like a really neat story. And so I'm excited for them to share about it. And I know they've had some like chaos happening. So I was like, this is perfect. Um, I have to tell you my, I, since you like hippy dippy stuff like I do. Did yes, you get I do. A, did you get a chance to did you get a chance to talk to Media Missy? Because the last time oh, we talked. My gosh. Yes. <gasps> yes. It blew me away. Really? Yeah. So wow, I she's mean, just really, really busy. I know she's like hard to get into. So I was well, like, I booked it in like April. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, as soon yeah. as I listened to the podcast with her, I booked no, I listened to the podcast with her husband and yes. I booked it. Um so just, can I just give you a quick? Yes, please like, share. I love about it. what happened. Okay. Yes. So it was, I think June 2nd, we were up at our cottage and yeah, two things. We had spent the afternoon clearing out this garden in the back that had all these random stones, like big stones. Right. And I was joking with my husband, like, this is a pet cemetery. Like, <gasps> I hope we're not going to dig anything up. <laughs> it was, you know, whatever. Ha ha. Right. And then about 20 minutes before the call, we finished putting some window boxes up on the house and one of them swung down and slammed me in the ankle. And it just, I mean, really hurt. It was black and blue almost instantly. So I get on the phone with her and three or four minutes into the call, she said, what is going on with your foot? <gasps> wow. Yeah. I have chills. I mean, unless she had Am- Alexa listening in, right. you can't even look that up about me, right? It just happened. Right. So then later on into it, she asked if I had a dog and yeah. I said, I do have a dog, but then she just started describing a different dog. And she said, well, oops, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I'm listening. Um, she said, I guess I hate to tell you this, but your, your house is haunted by a dog named Josie. What? She died of a bee sting, which we have, a, we have a bee's nest under the, um, uh, like the porch the patio. Oh, okay. And she said, Josie told me to tell you, you were right about the garden. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait, back it up. Cause I was, oh my God, wait. So you, she knew that you hurt yourself. So you can't mm-hmm. even like Google that. No. And then she knew that there was a dog. It wasn't your dog though, right? Had that no. passed? It was like a previous owner of the yeah. property. And we had moved head, like, I guess her headstone that day out of the garden. And cause I was joking. I said, this is, is this a pet cemetery? Oh my gosh. So that, that dog had, that was the dog's like grave. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. 
And she told me that Josie's really happy. She loves it when we're there to leave her a little food if we ever think of her. And I was like, well, tell her not to go. We'd love to have her. And so now everybody's like, hey, Josie, when we walk in. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Did you ever like feel like, did you ever feel like there was like a presence, you know, or no? Like, I didn't was, feel no. anything, but I got goosebumps from all of the things she was. I mean, she knew so much about me. It was nuts. Yeah. That and stuff that like you probably can't Google, just like those two examples. You don't no. have to give like the whole because it's like a personal experience, you know. And I'm happy you, to talk about it. What else did I mean? If you want to like share like a little, I mean, if you want to share another little like, sure. Um, so one of my spirit guides is a very like distant, distant relative from before America, and there was a house fire at some point in this woman's life. She lived through it, but. Yeah. She said, that's why I'm helping her so much with all of her breathing and meditation. Wow. Because I couldn't breathe very well. And right. I had like, I just started doing that stuff two months ago, right? making the breathe, the breath and the, the meditation part of my life. Right. So it's not like that something that I've always done. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was like kind of like a new thing. How would she know that too? You know, which is like amazingly scary, but so cool. Like at the same time, you know? Yeah. yeah and then she... the last one is my mom showed up. <gasps> I mean, this isn't the last one I have, but it's the last right. one I'll mention. Yeah. My mom showed up and I also a few months ago, cause I think I told you I was going through some like adrenal fatigue and whatever. And I started taking a ton of vitamins. Right. So my mom died of cancer and she said, you can take all the vitamins you want to, you're going to live a really long life. Wow. And that was like a message from your mom yeah. or was that? Wow. I mean, I know that yeah. I guess you no, could say everybody that's... takes vitamins, but I mean, yeah. I take a lot. It's yeah. like a huge part of my life. So right. I think that's cool. That is so cool. And that's like, you know, doesn't it feel kind of like comforting to know that there's, yeah. And I think that's like her, her, that's like the whole point of it is to like connect. If you can connect, did you bring anything special, like any sort of like anything with you that, um, you know, like reminded you of your mom or anything like that? No, but I will next time. Yeah. You I don't will. really know what to expect. So I think next time for sure I'll have questions and I just kind of showed up for it with a swollen ankle. <laughs> <laughs> right. Media Missy and her husband, Trevor, he was really cool too. When they, they both came on recently again together. Oh, did they? Yeah. Because we've had Missy on, um, she came in on the fall and then Trevor came on separately and then they came on together. So and then, yeah, it was really fun. I'm trying to remember the name of the podcast. Like, I'm, I'm enamored with her. And part of, to me, what made her so credible was um, just the way she presented herself. Yeah. She's you know, because like, you kind of expect like something out of the 90s, goth, like, but she wasn't at all. She was, she looked like me, you know, just kind of a house, you know, mom. And I don't know, it just it was totally, I feel like legit. Right. She's just like a real person. I was, I'm trying to look up the specific names cause it's been like a while. We, we, I can't believe like we're at 53 episodes, but yeah, so I, I'll find it and I'll, I'll mention it later. Cause I don't want to get off track, but um, yeah, it was, it's a cool experience. If anybody else out there, like ever is ever like wondered or thought about or wanted to connect with someone like in that realm, I highly recommend medium Missy and she's Midwestern. She's in Ohio. Yeah. You know, so um. Yeah, it was Paranormal Chaos, episode 36. That was with Trevor. Um, and that's that's Missy's husband. And we talk about their paranormal society. Mm -hmm. um, and so that that's, was... And that's the one I listened to and then made an appointment with her. Yeah, she... Yeah. Oh, and um, it's episode 21, DNA, Dead Near Always. That was what the Ooh. one with... Yeah, it's... 
episode that one. Yeah. Episode 21 DNA. That's the one that we actually recorded separately with Missy. So um, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. I'm checking it out. I'm but not right the, now though, because no, you need my attention. I do need your attention. I'm like giving you the jazz hands. Um, yeah. So anyways, they should be here any minute. They're texting me too while you're telling me the story. Cause I think they're like trying to get up and running. Um, so hi, <laughs> how are you guys doing? We're good. good. How yeah. are you? Good. I'm so happy you guys are here. Um, this is Natalie. Yeah. Hi Natalie. Hi this is uh, Brett and Katie, and they are with uh, More Kids on Sailboats. Natalie is my, um, she's, this is, she's my guest host, my guest okay. co-host. I'm pinch hitting. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, she is um, stepping in for Miss Nikki and Miss Ginger, you know, summertime, storms, vacation, surgery, that kind of stuff. So oh, <laughs> all rolled into one. All yeah. rolled into one. Um, I'm so glad you guys are here. And I want to say cheers. I don't know if you guys have cocktails. I was cheers. kind of saving. Cheers. Uh, no cocktails. Can I text tonight. my husband to bring me a drink? I forgot that. Yeah, you sure can. Okay. You guys look at my new cup. What? I love it. Yes. Do you love it? It's keeping up with chaos. Oh, can we get those yet? Can we buy those? You totally can. It's on my merch store. Ooh. Awesome. <laughs> it will be in the show links. Um or the show notes. Um, anyways, I'm so glad you guys are here. I mean, it took us like what, like how many times to get you guys here? <laughs> well, last week, you know, we had hurricanes in Florida and then who would have guessed that it would have been a storm in Michigan that would have wiped out, wiped uh, out the power. Yeah. Right. I mean, we were literally like, I was, I was texting and messaging you guys and I'm like, I don't think we're going to make it. Elsa's on the way. And you guys are like, that's okay. That's cool. And I'm like, I'm good. The sun is shining. And you're like, there's no power. (laughs) Yeah. We found a a bar and a pontoon boat that both had power. So that's how we weathered the storm. Oh, so you made it through. Right. Right. Um, How long, how long was your power out? It was just our, I mean, it ended up being into the evening, but not a big deal. And Actually, this the things, it's just, we didn't have power when we needed it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, yeah, my brother who's in Michigan was like, they were out for like a while. Like it was a pretty big like, outage. Were you my, Natalie? My fitness studio was out for three days. Yeah. Wow. It was. And I mean, we can't run the classes without lights and music and it was, no. I mean, yeah. So did it- flashlight tag is not one of your uh, <laughs> group fitness classes. No. I mean, we'd have to have everybody sign another waiver, you know, <laughs> just like <laughs> too, much. Yeah. too messy. It's messy, right? Like who needs paperwork? Um, <laughs> yeah. So we had a big storm come through tonight too, where like the lightning was hitting so hard. Cause we're in like the light- lightning capital of um, the United States. I don't know if you guys knew that little fun fact. Oh, fact. no. Yeah, we are. And we actually have like the best air quality too, as well. Uh, well, there's not a lot of manufacturing, you know, there's not a lot of like factories. I was like, do the two go hand in hand? I was yes. going to say, are they related? I actually, I don't know. I don't know the science behind that, but the lightning hit so hard that there were like cars, car alarms going off down the street where I actually had to walk outside. Cause I was like, is that my, is that my car? Like, is that my minivan? Like, oh. so, and, and you can, sometimes you can feel it when it hits. Cause it like literally like you can feel it through the car tires. Like it rumbles. So it's, it's pretty intense. So I don't know about that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. <laughs> uh, two, two weeks ago, we were taking a boat from Cleveland to Sandusky back through uh, after a race and we were just threading the needle between every single storm. And we, you know, with some of the kids on the crew and the one kid goes, well, that lighthouse over there is taller than our mass. So should we go sail towards that till the lightning passes through? Smart said, kid. I'm like, Hey, problem solver. <laughs> right. <Go> over there. 
Is that scary for you to have kids like that out on open water in a storm? Exactly. Not your kids? You know, from not your kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if they're your kids, you're like, well, I guess we're all going down together. Harm's way, right? The perspective of we've done everything we can to make sure they're safe. We have all the boxes checked. The fact that they're on the bow touching metal, making TikToks and updating their Instagram (laughs) stories tells me that this was just fine. This was not going to be a problem. Right. What's up with the TikTok? Like, it's a funny joke in our house right now. Like, I if I sleep in a little bit, my husband will come in and be like, oh, "Can you just like get off the TikTok? I know you're on the TikTok." I'm like, "I am not on the TikTok." It's a wormhole. <laughs> it is a wormhole. It it is. Uh, we we have a lot of social media, and the TikTok, uh, the TikTok, the TikTok. It's <laughs> so cool when we say it that way. They really wanted to get a more kids on sailboats TikTok page. Until they actually had to record a video and now they do nothing. They're, they're like, they overthink it and no, it's the wrong sound. No, it's the wrong. You don't know the moves. I'm like, right. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I, a lot of work. I have to tell you, I do reels every Wednesday for the podcast and it's like a lot of work. I've got my youngest in, he's the director. He's, he's doing the lighting, you know, he's holding the camera, you know, and then like learning how to figure out how to actually do it. It's not just posting a picture. I mean, it's a lot goes into it. I, I still haven't even learned the TikTok. Like anyways, I think it's so cool. I I wanted you guys to come on because I thought like more kids and boats, like this is cool. And it's even cooler that you guys did it in like the middle of COVID. Cause when I was talking to you on the phone, you're like, well, by accident. Yeah. Yeah. I want tell it, tell us about that because like, I think the best things happen on accident, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it follows that kind of whole social media platform. We just started hashtagging things, more kids on sailboats so that we would have a uh, whatever um, catalog, yeah, of our own kids, like our own kids' pictures and other yeah. newbies that we brought out on boats, our kids' friends, and whatever else. And um, U.S. Sailing, which is like the national sailing organization, called us and they said, "Could your organization come speak at our yearly um, annual meeting, annual annual leadership forum?" By annual leadership forum <laughs> in San Diego, oh. and we're like, "You like let me contact the president of our association right. and get back to you." <laughs> Our organization, meaning like my way to scrapbook. Um, So we're like, sure. You know, we jumped on it. We went out. We um, and then we found out we had to speak for a full hour. And we told our kids that they had to be a part of this, too. So, you know, there we are. Like, yeah, but we're writing and rewriting and writing and rewriting and like drinking rum and stressing (laughs) about it in the hotel room. What are we going to do? And uh, it was great. I mean, we had like we pulled the kids out of school and we told the teachers what we suggested you being a teacher at help. Yeah. They go, listen, they're about to do a very life-driven skill. They've helped with the curriculum. They've helped with the sourcing of the imagery. They're going to speak in front of some of the you know national sailing leaders of America. You cool if we skip homework? They're like, yes. They do not have to do homework. Just That's send so cool. Yeah. So, How old are uh, your kids? Uh, 11 and 13 as of yesterday. Two yeah. girls. Yeah. I have to think about that too when someone says like, how old are your kids? I'm like, I always yeah. make them older. I'm like, I don't know. How yeah. old am I? And I'm like four and five. Oh, wait. Yeah. And I, I don't know. <laughs> right? The whole teenage years thing that just crept up, up on us. Yeah. You know? So but I did you throw in sorry, there about homework for this too. <laughs> I honestly have to say that's like a, it's like a life experience though, you know? Yeah. I mean like that's like better than homework really. Go ahead, Nat. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to ask, have they been sailing their whole lives? Yes. 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 Um, we she birthed them have... on the boat. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I may, yeah. <laughs> I may as well tried. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, we had a pack and play uh, tethered to the the top of the keel boat. So if the boat heeled over, the pack and play wouldn't flip. Oh, that's awesome. And we put clean bumpers in there for them to play with. Right. And that's awesome. they just sort of hung out there. And even when Hadley, our oldest, was a little bit older, when it was time to dock or time to do something that, you know, they couldn't be on deck for, she'd scoop up Charlotte, they'd throw each other in the pack and play and they'd bounce around on the bumpers. Aww. So they were clear. She'd get out, she'd get on the side, pick her back up and yeah, you know, off they went. That's cool. And do you, are you guys in Michigan? We're we, born and raised in yeah, Michigan. But we're in central Ohio now, which is not the sailing Mecca. Oh yeah. So you have to hike to get to the Great Lakes. So yeah, we go um, to Lake Erie every, I mean, every weekend, pretty much, I don't know, April through October, through the end of October and, and get our sailing fixed that way. Or we travel to Lake Huron and yeah, up into Michigan to do a lot of sailing as well. But a lot of the conversations we've been in for the last year and a half with the nonprofit in an international or a national level, people pause and say, wait, you're in the middle of Ohio. Like how right. does that work? Right. And then when we talk to people in the middle of Ohio, they go, you're doing what with the ocean right. and the great lakes? Like it, it's funny. The conversations we get from both ends of the spectrum. So, so you guys went to this big, yeah. um, obviously speaking engagement that you guys were like not prepared for. And you're kind of like, okay, we're doing this. This is like a real deal thing. Yes. And it was, yeah. So what then, happened? Well, so we, it was funny because we, I guess also went under the assumption that everybody sort of knows what a hashtag is and what a hashtag does. But then like partway through our presentation, we had to pause and realize like, nope, the audience doesn't necessarily know. And we had to like way back up. And I sometimes wonder if the uh, like person who pursued or pushed us into starting the nonprofit even fully understood like right hashtag versus a movement versus whatever but yeah. anyway all it's all, all ends well so at the after a presentation toward the end of the leadership forum um they invited brett and i to come in to like the leaders of the u.s sailing invited us to come down to their hotel room for a drink and it was like a spectacular view and you know overlooking <laughs> and all these choices for us to drink and they're Pain like and, yeah yeah um, we just really think that you should, should, what do they say? Start a, we really think start to own, start your, to own, that's what it was. Start to own your own assets. Okay. Right now, huh? huh? Like I'm a right. teacher. I don't know. You know, I'm like, we don't have assets. Like <laughs> I'm in marketing and branding. And apparently I was standing way too close to the trees. <laughs> right. Um, so they're like, yeah, you need to, you know, buy the website, own the intellectual property and start, you know, if you're, if you're willing to start a nonprofit. And so we were like, huh? So we fly back to Ohio. We're thinking about it. We're talking about it the whole time. We come back, we put more kids in sailboats in. Yes. We had already bought it. The website. Oh, yeah. What? Thankfully, Thankfully, we knew the person. Somebody we knew. And um, we were able to like turn it around and put yeah. it into our name and whatever else. So that was like the, in its infancy, how it all sort of began. Yeah. We threw a trademark on the logo and we filled out, uh, you know, all the necessary paperwork, which it, you know, took very seriously, obviously. I think yeah. you get one chance to turn in a 501c3 form to the government <laughs> and, and we did it. And um, the one thing that U.S. Sailing said also in this is that if you don't do this, yeah. We're going to take your ideas and sell them back to you in two years. Oh so my God. own your ideas. You guys, 
have latched on to something that we've obviously followed for years. You didn't know it. And now it's time to go. So we got the paper. But we still were like, okay, but what is our idea? Like, right. <laughs> right. You had to hone, it, hone in on it. Like you can't have a nonprofit that just is a way yeah. to catalog your Check. kids pictures. <laughs> right. Like, but goes so right into your bank account. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and people, exactly. and people don't understand though, like a lot of that stuff that you guys are t- talking about, like, you know, what is it? The 5013 C and like all that stuff. That's like a lot of work, you know I mean? And I mean, yeah. filing and, and to do a nonprofit, every, the organizational part of it, I mean, and getting a trademark and LLC. I mean, that's a lot of like, that's a lot of legwork. So, so you guys yeah. had to backtrack and put the bones together then. Right. right. So you guys have, and if we weren't like office mates at the dining room table for, you know, six months of work from home. You love each other, he, though. He reads everything out loud. It is the most irritating. <laughs> I love it. Sounds like great office mates. By yeah, the way, every email, every everything. I'm like, stop, stop vocalizing. Let me just tell you, here's something irritating that the man babe does. He eats bananas in the most irritating way. I'm like, if you come near me eating a banana, I will like rip somebody's eyeballs out. Like he's like, what? I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to die. Like, why? I only like, read the really important emails. Oh, yeah. yeah they're all really important. <laughs> they were all read out loud. Um, but I do truly think like without the pandemic happening, we probably would not have had the opportunity to be like physically yeah. working as close together as we were and yeah. mentally working as close together as we were. Yeah. Because you guys both have full-time jobs. You're a teacher yeah. and you're in marketing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so those right. are such, that's a perfect combination for what you do. Yeah. For what, for more kids well, on sailboats. We didn't know that though. We just trademarked a hashtag that we didn't own because somebody told us over a bottle of champagne that that was what we were supposed to do. We got back and said, what are we going to do with yeah, this? Like, what, is, what are we going to do? You know, honestly, that's the universe being like, hello, yeah. wake up, sure. whack, yeah. whack, whack. You know, like you guys have something good here. Let's do something. Fortunately or unfortunately, I loved it so much. I just started working on it all the time because then I started putting together sponsorship packets. And who's going to, who wants to partner with us? Katie's like, but what are we? I'm like, we'll figure that out later. Right. What are the bones? <laughs> what are you guys though? Cause I know that, um, you have like a couple different levels to like the organization. Yeah. So yeah. what is like the basis of more kids on sailboats? You know, like what, what is, what is more kids on sailboats? Like, what is, what are we, what are you guys doing with it? You know, like, what does it mean? It's not just a hashtag anymore. It's something more. That is, that, is, that is the truth. Yeah, I can actually, uh, you can tell them about the programs and I'll read you. Well, I, can, I don't remember the, ofi- the official mission statement is so well written by our good friend, Jay Roth. He's got to read it out loud. I no, just okay. got to read it out loud. Well, I'm an out loud reader. I didn't know if you guys <laughs> did. Um, one of we my skills, to- is skills in life. Um, it goes on your resume. I can read does. out loud. I'll, you guys endorse me on LinkedIn for <laughs> yeah, totally. yes. strong out loud reading <laughs> skills. skills. Yes. <laughs> Yes. All right. Um, Let's hear so it. Here we go. It is, we believe problem solving skills, the ability to think critically along with some grit are what today's kids needs. Relationship, teamwork, determination, perseverance. All of these be- can be gained through more kids on sailboats, a new 501c3 organization launching skill building programs for new and experienced sailors. Restoring, rigging, and navigating boats fosters leadership, camaraderie, and communication. With co-ed multi-generational crews gaining this skill set through prep practice, perform and provide programs funded through supportive, generous partners, this next generation will have the tools needed to succeed in the 21st century. 
That's like our elevator speech. That's, that's our not big our elevator. Speech. Wow. That's, that's, that's our elevator speech. And it's it's basically like more kids on boats, less kids on TikTok, right? Yeah, I mean, this, like. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. However, we do put the kids on all sorts of social media platforms yeah. to promote more kids on sale. I know, but that's yeah. no, I know, but that's like that's just the nature of the beast these days, yeah. you know. Like that's you know but for sure. In summary, yeah, there's four um, programs within it. There's program prep, which is um, our restoration and just working on boats program. Like, how do you stand them on them? How do you um, take a boat from? a ding or a damage that might be caused as you're learning to sail and grind and buff that out and make it, you know, pristine again. Um, then we have uh, program practice, which yeah. is. Well, we know we changed it. It's promote. Oh, Remember promote. you, Sorry. Yeah, we had a meeting last week when I was talking about <laughs> it. And we changed promote. It. Promote. promote. Go ahead. Yeah. Talk about promote. Um, promote is literally introducing new sailors to the sport. Um in two weeks, uh, July 30th, we have partnered with the Columbus After School All-Stars and they work with um, economically challenged areas and, and provide opportunities for kids to do you know, everyday learning. But on Fridays, they do field trips and these okay. field trips are to new uh, opportunities they might not have um, within their uh, demographic or sociographic um, right profile and it's it's golf it's art and and now it's sailing so we're going to introduce kids to water that's um, awesome and, yeah and, and promote has another level of introducing kids that know how to sail into new and different opportunities a lot of kids grow up in junior sailing dinghy programs opti 420s lasers and they get to 18 and they go well what do I do now? I sail this boat by myself now that I'm 18. Well, if you go down the dock, there's this crew with 10 people on it. They all eat pizza and they all have a good time. So we're trying to connect them to new opportunities in sailing. Some of these kids are phenomenal sailors, but they literally have looked at us and go, well, how do you get on a crew? Right. So, well, you ask somebody, well, what right. do I do? Like, it's just like, hey, A meet B because it might equal C. Right. And it's and the flip side of that is also connecting adults to kids. You know, I mean, yeah. we can do a lot to get the kids to connect with the adults, but we also have to get the adults to take a risk. Like we started off saying in the beginning, you know, I, how do you, how do you feel in the middle of the storm when you have kids that aren't your own kids, right? you know, on board yeah. and we're, we've become comfortable with it, but it's getting other people to feel comfortable with it. As and well. is, is this a local program or could my kids in Michigan get involved in, in learning how to sail? And cause yeah. I, I would love them to. Yeah. What we're trying, it is our hope. Um, <laughs> so what, what our hope is to grow and what we'd like to find is the, the good thing is, is a lot of organizations own a ramp, some boats that are connected to a yacht club. Um, we don't have to be connected to anything. We don't, we don't own any property. Right. So what we're trying to do is, is we're take this. Yes. Embracing our bohemian lifestyle. You guys are gypsy boat, boat owners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what awesome. We're, what we're actually trying to do is because of some of the partnerships we have, um, it, it provides great uh, elements for them to be on the boat. I mean, they, they have Swiss army knives, they hydrate with Gatorade, they drink their Gatorade out of Yetis, they have Harkenderm sunscreen, like they have all the Tools. The elements. So what we're trying to do is almost find um, like <laughs> gypsy boats. <laughs> it sounds like we're <laughs> a bunch of pirates out in the. I know you're Mexico. pirates. 
And what we'd like to do is find skippers and, and clubs or boats or groups of people that want to be on board of the organization. And they actually, you know, pay into a, a small fee just to sign up for the program. And then yeah. we kind of set them up as our like um, a charter or something like a yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like branch off. Like you guys are the trunk and you want to build some branches. Yeah. yeah to reach so we're to have a broader that, reach. Yeah. We're awesome. testing that this summer. We've got a boat racing in Holland uh, with three kids on board, a, five, a six person crew and three are kids. That's cool. And um, we're actually working with the group down in Charleston um, within the Beaumont community sailing. There's a great group down there. Uh, and we're just trying to, we're, we're, it's a lot of walking. Uh, before we run, yeah, sure. Uh, I hear our, that. And is is to start to get other boats involved. You know, an opportunity came up in uh, my hometown of Port Huron for the Leukemia Cup. A skipper that was kind of one of the original more kids on sailboats when when I was a kid um, said, "Hey, we'll bring the kids. You can have my boat Labor Day weekend. Go race my J thirty five offshore in Lake Huron." I'm like, "Oh wow!" What? He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Just find the kids. Just find the kids. I'll give you the That's keys." Awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. So you know, I mean, there's. Our, we have tentacles out everywhere and we'll see what happens. Um, but I then added, at the Kenya Cup, sorry. one of the other like pillars is provide and we try and last year it was Leukemia Cup, which is a national, um, you know, Leukemia Lymphoma Society does a series of regattas across the nation called the Leukemia Cup regattas and a portion of the um, sailing is fundraising and then a portion of it is actually racing. And, um, our kids crew like rocked it out of the park with the joining. So the provide would be joining some philanthropic group and our kids crew ended up raising $27,000 for that's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. They're still coming in. Oh, geez. Um, which was, yeah, it was just, I mean, that was incredible. Um, okay. But, so we had the prep, we talked about promote, provide, perform, perform, sorry. And, and that is the race, our race team race team. So back to the phil- philanthropic, wait, yeah. I, yeah. So one of the kids was, had cancer, correct? Was that like the connection right. though, too? So it was kind of like a, like a personal. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I guess that we're coming full circle in the story. Yeah. yeah. How you do that, Jocelyn? We're I'm a professional. <laughs> like, we've done this before. <laughs> I've done this a couple times. We, um, so we cut back, you know, we start this nonprofit and I don't, we're, you know, mid pandemic. It's probably what, like May or June. And we're up on, it was like a freezing cold night at, at the sailing club. And we're talking to some other families about it. And just like, where is this going to go? What are we going to do with it? And the kids actually were sitting at a picnic table beside us. And they were like, well, we should do leukemia cup. Like that should be the regatta that we have the kids crew together for. Obly. No, you're and- good. Hi, puppy. <laughs> and um, then, you know, they were, we were hosting it at our club. So that worked out really well. And then one of the um, kids crew is a leukemia survivor. And so it made perfect sense. It was yeah. a natural marriage to, to go out and support that organization and, you know, support Molly directly yeah. and indirectly. Fortunately, she's, you know, she's a survivor and she's, um, she's in remission and all is well. And, yeah. Everything's- yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it was, it was pretty powerful to have her on board. Well, and the interesting thing was, is if you looked at the calendar last year in the pandemic, there was no other races on the calendar. Everybody kept saying August 29th, we're going to have a regatta. Well, this is like May. We're like, well, we're, that's usually the 17th regatta of the year. So it was this circle date. We were the first boat to sign up. People were like, this isn't even going to happen. Right. I'm like, well, listen, I, we've got this crew of kids that are raising all this money. They're going to go race themselves around this darn island. Right. Yeah. 
And then it caught on that we've got 12 kids going to race a boat to raise money and awareness for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So then we're on the phone with U.S. Sailing, who's saying, hey, the Olympics are canceled. There's an opportunity for content. Next thing you know, we've got a director, we've got a title sponsor, and they want to make this into a short film oh, about wow. the kids' journey to raise the money. So the bar went from like, hey, we should do this. It feels good to like, oh my God, we're making a movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like up in the middle of the night, like having hot sweats because you're like, holy shit. (laughs) Well, then somebody- Where's the rum? Where's the rum? (laughs) Right here. Yes, Um, right. Salute. It's in the Yeti. So yeah, they are our, they were the title sponsor of the film. So yeah. we've got we give them lots and lots and lots of I like shots. I see your shirt too. They're amazing. Yes. 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 And, and they've been yeah, huge amazing. Supporters. Product Even, placement. Yeah, right. In kind and uh that's pretty awesome. I mean, it, this is like a perfect partnership between the two of you guys. You're doing something that you love. You've turned like something that you are passionate about into now a passion project to now like a nonprofit. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, this is and it's something that your girls, I mean, you're modeling like something like really cool and beyond cool. It's like amazing that your kids are going to like it's just really going to imprint on them and they're a part of it, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, and it sounds to me like everything is just like such, it's been like an organic thing that's just, everything has just been one thing gets into place and the next thing clicks, click, 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 click. And it's just like, I mean, very grassroots. Like we've just kind of, you know, figured out the next turtle. The universe is telling you to do this in every way. Yes, totally. (laughs) Totally. The gypsies, the gypsies are the universe. You might have to do something with the gypsy, like the thing, like it might be like, it might be like a t-shirt or something. Yeah. I mean, it has to be like, (laughs) so like the end goal would be that any child that participates in one of our programs, whether it's a prep program or a provider, um, perform, perform or a, um, What's our new? Gosh, I keep wanting to say you practice. made it. Promote. <laughs> promote. Promote. Oh, wow, Jocelyn. I, I was going to say pirates. The program of promoting <laughs> the, program. the Promote sailing. Um, would be able to apply for scholarship to do anything that would develop problem solving and grants. So doesn't necessarily have to be an academic scholarship. It could sure. be a going to a camp. It could be, um, you know, the, somebody's wants to do an internship in, you know, California and housing. Yeah. Included, we could help them, you know, along with that. So that would be like the, the long-term ultimate goal. And that's where any donations, any contributions are going to that scholarship fund. Um, that's awesome. You have a noble cause. Like that's like a uh-huh. noble cause where it's like, you know, springboarding. Right. Yep. Yeah. To be able to allow someone to do something that they're passionate about, which I think is awesome. Cause that's like key, you know, for, I don't know. I always, I'm trying to build that with my teenager. I'm like, you know what? Try to find something that you're passionate about, something that you're really interested in and see if you can turn that into a profession or a career or something that like, you know, can fulfill you, you know? And I think that was kind of missing the way, the way that I grew up a little bit, you know? I mean, I don't know, just, I like it. I love it. Yeah. And and, you know, a lot of people, you're giving scholarships to college. Uh, No, I'll give you a scholarship to go to a Marine diesel mechanic academy. If you you. want to learn that, if you want to take a ropes course, at the YMCA camp in Pennsylvania, about, you know, communication or problem solving or. Absolutely. And it's not you- just like one, you know, one fit, 
one no. fits all, right? You know, it's like, you know, there's so many different variants of what you can do in life. And yeah. it doesn't have to be like a doctor, a lawyer, you know, you don't have to fit in the box. Like there's plenty of things to do. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> sure. She's reinvented herself like I've a had million like 17 times. different careers. Um, do you guys feel like this, the sailing piece, because you've obviously always sailed as a hobby, but you both were in different, are in different industries. Do you feel like how lucky you are to be doing this as a huge now part of your life? It's kind of marrying your skills. I don't, I'm not saying this yeah. right. No, you're right. No, you're on. You're saying not many perfect. people get to do they their don't. hobby as much as you do now because of this. Yeah, And exactly. most people don't get to do their hobby to the intensity we do with their spouse or with their right. family. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a huge thing that we, fortunately, we've never taken for granted. We've always recognized that like, this is an opportunity that most couples don't have. And, you know, we said we didn't need to go to marriage prep because we raced a boat during our whole engagement. Oh, and I was like, yeah. yeah, like I was the pointy end of the boat. He was driving in the back of the boat and we're like, you know, screaming at each other the whole time. We're like, well, that's, that serves as our marriage prep. Well, yeah, we rounded the mark and somebody goes, I think we're going with the silver flatware guys, just to recap, you know, <laughs> taking notes because everybody in our crew was in our wedding or part of our wedding party. Right. And we had this boat that we've just bought trying to, we're still, competitive as can be just sorting it out in the water. Cause we yeah. had, we both worked all day and it was pretty funny. But it, well, <laughs> in the same sense, I grew up sailing with my dad, you know, and now my kids race with, with their grandpa. So right. you've got, you know, 74 down to 11 and all the ages in between. And it's just a pretty unique, um, pretty unique sport, pretty unique hobby to be, whether you do it for leisure or whether you do it as a competitive to be a part of a team that ranges boys and girls and that many generations is yeah. pretty, pretty special. It's like life, a lifelong sport. It's kind of like golf, you know, it's like, you can do it when you're 95 or you can do it when you're, you know, five, you know, it's like, right. yeah. I loved it because, um, I didn't grow up with a sailing family. Some guy named Bob Burt, uh, his son's like, Hey, my dad owns a boat. You should come down and sail with us. Uh, there was this girl we liked from the other high school. Her dad owns the boat next to us and, and she sunbathes on the boat. Yeah. It's always a girl or a boy, right? So it was totally a girl. I was like, always. Full tennis. I'm like, I'm not going sailing. He's like, well, Allison's down there. And I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> never saw that girl for four years. Never right. saw her, but I was on a boat. And, and so he taught a bunch of kids how to sail, which wasn't my dad. So now I feel that, okay, I got to get other kids whose parents don't sail out. So Katie loves the lineage of the family. I'm like, hey, we got to get more people um, involved in it. So that's why yes. I love trying to get new kids involved and, and bring them in. And it's funny because just like you said, uh, you could have a crew that has a five-year-old on it and a 66-year-old yeah. on a sailboat. And if that was a soccer game or a basketball <laughs> Or you name this sport. Yeah. No, but on a sailboat, we'll probably go kick your ass. Right. But no right. other sport in the world could that dynamic work. Right. And the oh. multi-generational, the co-ed, it's yeah. that's the fun part. Yeah. And I think um, you know, you were telling me a little bit about like some of the fun things that have happened. Like you guys probably have had, like, you know, you have kids on a boat and there's it's storming, right? Like how many times, how many countless like fun stories or crazy stories have you had where it's like, you're on the boat and like, shit's going sideways, you know? And you're kind of like, you I know, mean, it's, it's grit. Yeah. Oh, it's totally grit. I mean, yeah. my mom, this is hilarious actually. 
So I think my parents probably were the, I mean, they are absolutely the reason why I never hesitated taking my kids on the boat at such a young age, because they threw us on the boat at such a young age and yeah. did it amazingly safe. You're and, here to tell about it. Right. And also, <laughs> my mom does tell this paper for this story that she put me in like that. She calls it the bucket because it like wasn't a car seat yet then, but, Right. you know, that like baby bucket or whatever. <laughs> and same thing that we did with the pack and play strapped it to the keel bolts. And I was nine weeks old and they were going from Detroit up to Mackinac Island. And I have like, I'm like getting the shivers just thinking about it. Oh my God. I couldn't even do anything with my kids when they're nine months old. I was like, help. Nine weeks. Oh, nine weeks. Okay. That's even worse. I was like a mess. So she would get sick if she went down below. So my dad, she would just like hold the tiller, you know, in one spot, sail the boat. And my dad would go down and like shove a bottle in (laughs) underneath. Well, he never told her what was really going on down below, but the flies were so bad that he covered my entire bucket with fly paper. And my mom went down to get something and she couldn't see me. There were so many flies stuck to the fly paper. Guys, I don't think I have the grit required for this. Oh my God. She came up crying. She goes, what am I doing? How did I say yes to this? This is not a good idea. He's like, well, there's no turning back now. Yeah, right. You survived. And you know, what about the bees recently? I'm just joking. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Face okay. Can I today from so the check. Okay. I'll tell you the story. So we had a boat, uh, donated last year, uh, in Cleveland, uh, spirit of America gave us one of their, um, old boats and we wanted to try it out. So we took it up to Lake Orion. We figured it was a good stable boat, um, good inland Lake. And I go to wash it and I'm trying to, you know, it's 4th of July weekend. I'm all fired up. I got my American flag cowboy hat on nice. <laughs> drink. Like let's go sailing Americans. You know, got all the cousins there. Yes, and I love it. <laughs> rinsing it all off, you know, and all well, sudden, America, right? You stuck your head in. You weren't just rinsing it off. You stuck your head in the boat. <laughs> well, you, yeah, I, I was Check rinsing it, out. it off, and then bees started swarming around. So I stuck my head in to see where they were coming from. That's right. <laughs> Were you reading? Wait, were you reading an email out loud at the same time? I'm just wondering. I was not working on emails. I'm just joking. Um, I should have stuck your head in. Let me just get this straight. You had you saw that where bees were coming out of something, and you stuck your head in. Well, I went to look in. I couldn't put my whole head in because it was just a little hole. So they built a hive inside the hull of the boat, and they were flying out the drain plug. Wow. So I got stung in the head. Yeah. Right there. I'm like, it's just the head. Like, we're going to get this thing clean. (laughs) And so I took some Benadryl and they're like, hey, let's just let it get some downtime. So we played uh, putt-putt golf. I won. (laughs) You're not competitive at all. No, no, no. Um, And then we went back and they said, well, it's dusk. Let's, you know, get spray the bees. So I'm going to go out, you know, spray the bees. We're going to be good to go. Then I get stung in the mouth. (sighs) That's the worst. I'm like... Now I'm pissed. Yeah. These damn bees. I'm not letting them beat me. Katie's like, oh my God, you can't, you've taken the maximum amount of Benadryl in the day. Communist bees. Yeah. You don't need to sail the boat tonight. Like it's been sitting, you you know, so my whole face is blown up, pissed at the bees. I can't, now I get the hose out. I get the bee spray. (laughs) Going sailing people. (laughs) We're doing this. We're doing this. And we got all the bees, killed them the next day, washed it. We sailed it for a couple of days. Great boat. Uh, we even took Katie's mom out and dad out. Yeah. Ma- Katie's mom steered the boat into the wind, just like when Katie was in the bucket. 
Covered and in did she fly? Did she put flypaper on you this time? I put, yeah, I put flypaper. Like, relive it just to make me feel good. And I woke up this morning, and the whole right side of my face is swollen. <gasps> this, this morning, a week ago, nine days ago. Oh no! Then I'm like, oh man, I have a 13 year old, and now I've had a stroke. Like I figured <laughs> I had a stroke last night. Did you get stung again, or did it like just kind of reoccur? My immune system finally started reacting to it. Okay. And it's called like a delayed hypertension level four. Okay. Oh. If they said it's like when people get poison ivy, like a week after being exposed to it, like your body just doesn't recognize to fight right. it off. I'd say essential oils, get some lavender. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's a moon. Crazy. Yeah. Two steroids. <laughs> make sure you eat this on a full stomach. So my entire face blew up today. Yeah. So now you look I'm great still, though. Yeah, you do. Thank you. Very felt. Feel great. I'm still ticked at the bees. I would yes. be put. Well, next time bees. bring fly paper with you. Yeah, it seems exactly. to, it does everybody well. I mean. Buddy gave us a name for the boat. It's now called Stinger. Oh, I love it. That's, oh, that's awesome. Yes. Okay. Yes. So how do you guys name a boat? I mean, like, obviously that was like a very organic, authentic way to like name your boat. But like when, you know, like, do you guys have like a process? Is yeah, like a vibe. Is it a vibe? A process. That well, one no, there is, there, process. There is a song. Oh, yeah. But not do, one that do you guys we name our boats after songs? Okay. So do you guys ever like take a bottle, right? And like christen? Oh, it? yeah. Yeah. You have to christen. Oh. It. Bad luck if you don't. They're all the, all the christening pictures are framed in our room. Yeah. Really? A, a yeah. girl, supposedly, a girl has to christen it and in a dress and wear a dress or a skirt. Cool. Yes. We named our boat after because my husband's law firm, our largest client. Um, has a logo that is highly recognizable and it's a blue oval. So we named our boat, the blue oval. That's awesome. Just because they pay for it basically. Ah. <laughs> that is, that's fantastic. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty cool. So it's, always, uh, it's always after a song. Okay. Uh, so like, is it like, is there a specific artist or is it just like a favorite, like any song, like any genre? Cause you know, like I'm kind of, I'll, in the I'll, music. Give, you, I'll give you the, I'll give you the lineage. Uh, first boat was called Gree Gree. Okay. which was a Jimmy Buffett song, Love and Luck, which we was the first song we danced to at our wedding. Aww. Uh, and, and then the next boat was The Gambler, uh, Kenny Rogers, uh, because I bought it sight unseen off of eBay with Katie's dad's blessing. <laughs> I did not know. Katie's shaking her head like, oh. I did not know. I had a 13-month-old and, and was pregnant. And did not yep. know that we were selling and buying boats in this time. Oh, and we didn't have a house because we'd sold our house before we found a new house. We listed but don't our house worry, and sold we had we had two boats, no home. <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> and we were at the district championships with the old boat, and we sold it Saturday night. And the boys and I went out on Sunday and raced it like it was stolen, and took all first on the last day to win districts in the last race. And then Katie's like, hold on. We own a boat in Maryland that I've never seen. Mm -hmm. You sold this boat last night and you raced it in these kind of extreme conditions. I'll be in Sandusky in two hours with our 13-month-old to right. chat about <laughs> this all. It sounds like she wasn't going to chat. There might have been like more of like a talking to, but that's no, okay. I kept holding the trophy in front of my face trying to hide. Then that, that's a good marriage, though. Uh, no, that's great. Had a hornet's nest of 400, yeah, it did. It did 400 wasp in it. So this is a theme with me now. Apparently. Yeah. Came with, yeah. And then the current boat is knee deep. And that is because the gambler 
we gambled maybe not so wisely on. No, it was totally unrelated, but uh, it sunk like legit. So if there's ever time you were scared on a boat, yes. I was were scared. you on it when it sunk? Mm-hmm. Oh my how gosh. Can you tell sink? that story? Yeah. Please tell that s- story. Yeah. How did it sink? Um, fortunately this was pre more kids on sailboats. There were no children on the sailboat. Thankfully um, we, the drive shaft, which, you know, holds the propeller into the boat is like a, the shaft itself is maybe the size of like diameter of a quarter and the drive shaft fell out, like just, just sheared off, sheared off. It's and an important so piece. <laughs> left a hole the size of a quarter just open and we were we had a mechanic on the boat that morning yeah i mean we yeah it was just it's just a weird i don't know no explanation for it um but we were this is a situation too where we were closer i mean the closest point of land was to finish where we were going (laughs) going forward Uh uh-huh going forward but it was like 20 miles going forward we could sail faster than we could get towed in so we ended up like negating all help from Coast Guard or anywhere else. We got the big ship. The big ship came out. We got to fire off flares. Wow. They're like uh, niner niner. Yeah. We had, <laughs> totally. We had, we had two boats, um, two Coast Guards, and then Boat US shows up. Wow. No boat. But wait, you told them you didn't need help for at first? No, because we, okay. So I guess fast forward, Coast Guard did say find anything. Cause we didn't have a plug. You do carry plugs on a boat, extra plugs on a sailboat okay. fit any like through hole. Right. Um, and we did, but we did not have one that fit that. So they said, do you have any rubber? So we ended up cutting like rubber off the mast and shoving it in the hole as tight as we could with a screwdriver. With a screwdriver. And then the um, pump started keeping up and wow. pumping water out. So I guess we should flash flash forward though, because knee deep, the boat we have now, the coast guard said, how much water do you have down below when we initially called them? And, um, the response Brett, was, well, Brett's like, like what, like inches and they approximately <laughs> how many gallons and Brett yells up. Can I swear? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Brett yells up. I don't know. Just tell them we're knee deep in fucking water. It's nice. Like, uh, we're knee deep in fucking water. And <laughs> they're like, uh, we're sending help immediately. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's so were you guys scared at this point or just nervous or not? Neither. I think we were in such problem solving yeah, survival mode. There wasn't time, time to, to really be nervous. Be and plus you knew help was immediately on the way and you can well, swim was- and you have life jackets. Yeah, we did put, yes. We don't (laughs) always sail with life jackets. We did not at the time. And we did put life jackets on immediately. Um, And yeah, yeah, I mean, they told us they were on their way and we told them our coordinates, but it still took a remarkably long time, even like shooting flares for them to find us. Middle of the day. 35, 45 minutes before. You were in the water for 35 minutes or no, it took We were in the boat, but the boat was taking on water. We were still sailing. We had all the sails up. We were still driving towards the end destination. That's crazy. Uh Jasmine, does this, does this story kind of freak you out a little bit? I I would be losing my mind if I couldn't see land and my boat was sinking. Well, I would just be putting on a life jacket and then grabbing all the alcohol. And then I would be like, give me the dinghy quick. I mean, I know you guys have been doing this forever, but from an outsider's perspective, that's a scary scenario. It it was one of those, once we got in and like could exhale, it was like, oh, wow. Like that was yeah, a real deal. Well, this wasn't a scared moment, but I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years. You've been on a boat for well, 40, two weeks ago. Well, over 40. How old do you think I am? 
or 40. I'm just kidding. Marriage. Uh, <laughs> we did something two weeks ago that we'd never done in our lives on a boat in the middle of a regatta. Uh, we, we brought our dog. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's we, chaos. We, it's chaos. It's totally chaos. Over, yeah, we sealed over You might be able to hear our, some back handsprings going on up above us. Too, yeah. Oh my God, that reminds me when we were little. Oh my yeah. God, with two dudes. Okay, never <laughs> mind. We won't go there. So many good dances. So many good dances. <laughs> we drove over our spinnaker, a Mark Browning, which means basically the sail that isn't really, it kind of flies out over the boat and it's like a parachute and yep. the boat was going so fast that we went to take the big parachute sail down we literally just ran over it with the bow of the boat and when you run over something like that it's attached on three ends it starts to act as act as an anchor <gasps> so it's pulling us down as the boat's trying to sail forward in 25 26 knots of air so what we had to do and then it starts wrapping around the keel the rudder the the prop so we've never done it katie looks at me and goes what do we do and i go give me a minute i'm like hold on i've seen a video on this i've read something about this on the toilet like what, what is what do we do so i go to the back of the boat and i just start cutting the sail away from the boat to free it up right and um and there was kids on board and they stepped right up they and stepped right up they saw yeah. what they do they they modeled yeah we brought it in and they we got it and they turned the boat right back up to go to the next mark because they were not, they were beating other boats. Yeah. We're sailing up wind, dragging sections of the sail off the back of the boat. It wasn't pretty. But that's like real life experience. Like, I think that that's like what you guys are trying to provide for kids is like not only teach them how to perform and to like, you know, but also to like give them real life experience and, and to like grit, right? Like, and I mean, you have to think on your feet sometimes, you know, life isn't, you know, right. Life, How are we going to solve the next problem? Well, yeah. That's and they, they cool. reacted. We anchored off. Um, I put on a dive mask. I cut it all the lines away from the prop because the emergency was to turn on the engine. Well, we couldn't turn on the engine. We anchored. So we showed them how to do all that. We get it all up. Well, they're still doing one more race. And wow, yeah. he goes, well, what do you guys want to do? The kids are like, we're going to go race. Right. Yeah. They weren't even phased. They're like, we got, we got some business to tend to back on the race course. The That's kids amazing. Course. Yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. And the kids just went out swinging. That's like immeasurable life experience right there. That just is like teaches them that like sometimes life is going to throw some curveballs at you and you may or may not know what you're doing, you know, and you might not be able to get on the Google machine to Google it. Right. But right. Yeah. You have to just like think on your feet and like make decisions. And, you know, that's like a pretty awesome experience for like young and old, you know, and the yeah. fact that you and the fact that you guys are like merging this, like it's generational and, you know, it's like there's also a noble cause and there's an opportunity for kids to like really springboard off and like do things like take like they're sailing. But then you might be able to provide for them another really cool experience, another cool learning experience. So I think this is like an awesome, I think your accidental, you know, <laughs> hashtag more kids on boats is like pandemic puppies. We got a pandemic uh, nonprofit. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, I think that's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Natalie, go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, I just, well, I guess I was going to say, I'm just a little envious because, you know, I envisioned myself as a mother having kids like that. And it's not turned out that way quite. Put them on the boat, bring Let's them go. on the boat, screaming, oh, 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 running oh, around, oh, like in the movie airplane. 
I got a boat full of wasps that your kids are going to love. <laughs> so I have to ask you a question. Like I always see billboards where it's like, donate your boat. Like, is that like, what is that? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't about? really know, but sure. I, I know what you're talking about. I'd like about. the boat. I'd like the billboard. Yeah. yeah like donate. So if somebody has a boat to donate, they could donate it to you guys. Right. Like, yes. yeah. yeah. For, the, yeah. for the small cost of a billboard, you could have yes. a boat donated to you. <laughs> We had two boats donated from Milwaukee Community Sailing Center last year. We rescued them from a dumpster. Wow. Uh, we yeah, have took a road trip with a couple of the kids. Took a road trip with a couple of the kids. Yeah, it was super fun. Borrowed a trailer, went to Milwaukee. We stayed in the old Paps Brewery. They turned it into a hotel. Oh, cool. Uh, which is kind of a fun experience. Such yeah. a cool town. I don't know. Have you guys spent any time in no. Milwaukee? No. Amazing. Fantastic. I had not yeah. either until that weekend. It was amazing. They fixed up the boats that are donated and we're probably going to have them on the water in the next couple of weeks. To, That's sweet. Yeah. But yeah, people have donated boats. We'll take money. We'll take money, boats, crew, product. We're just. You guys are doing race. awesome. Pick it up. We figure out how to apply it to the program. Right. Exactly. I have to tell you a really funny thing. Cause when I grew up, I grew up on a boat too. So like my dad sailed and like he did the Mackinac and all that kind of stuff. So I remember going up to Mackinac Island as a little kid and like watching the boats come in and you know, we collected all the pop cans that were really beer cans and like turned in all the cans. We get some candy, you know, like we, you know, we were, we were entrepreneurs like at a young age, but um, down here, you know, I live by water. There's water behind me not for boats, but there's gators. Right. And, um, there was a big one, a big one right behind my house and I have dogs and they were out in the backyard. So I brought them in and it was like waiting for my dogs. Right. And, um, some teenagers went through the asset, like the easement, right. Cause we have some easement between us and the water. And I was like, Hey, Hey, teenagers, give, give that corner a wide berth, you know? And they were like, what are you talking about lady and i told my i told my neighbors that too and they were like huh I'm like never mind never mind not mine not mine picking up fago cans in northern michigan but like you know like that's a sailing term you know like give it, it a totally wide is give it a yeah. wide berth but that gator went in the corner and was like in the tall grasses by the way and it's like a little bit of a weird thing so like you know inland water here you don't go in it so which is a little bit of a difference between you know the way that I grew up you know Mm -hmm. do you see those gators often yeah they're like a part of they're like deer nope (laughs) oh yeah yeah doing that like deer yeah well and I have run at you every time It's a little bit of a different boating experience down here. You know, like there's like airboats and, you know, yeah. there's gators and there's sharks and all that kind of stuff. But um, I don't get I don't get on boats anymore because of yeah, that. Let's let's be clear. If I would have been cutting that prop out of where you were, I would have just actually sunk the boat and left it like. Right. Hey, uh, we ran over a spinnaker. I was supposed to cut some lines. We just abandoned it. Right, right, right. Kids, get all the Capri Sun and rum. We're out of here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That totally makes me think of like parts of the Caribbean. We just like we just watched all the pirates you know like in covid we've rewatched like every series and i love parts of the caribbean so when i oh, think of so good the soundtrack is even better i know right who 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 doesn't love giant Depp? he's amazing you know yeah he's the best and disney turned around and sponsored one of these like around the world volvo 70 boats and named it pirates of the caribbean really and then they stepped kept doing all the promo videos like on all the sailing websites that's you know, cool. we're like, oh, that's amazing. And then they do the soundtrack. We're like, oh, they use the soundtrack. Like, we're such like, all my buddies and I are like, sweet. I love music. I love parts of the Caribbean. And I and I haven't been on a boat. And I can't even tell you, like, 
how long. But it's like funny because I grew up on a boat and it's like weird that it's yin and yang that like at this point in my life, like I have friends that go kayaking and they're like, come kayaking with me. I'm like, nope, I'm going to be on the beach and you guys can be in your vessels. Because but, there's gators. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, if you're yeah. up in Michigan on a beautiful inland lake where there's right. nothing like that, right? That's we true. go kayaking all the time, and you can see the bottom, and there's no snake heads popping out. Oh, I need imagine? more grit. I need more grit. I need some more there's, grit. Yeah, there's only like little like crappies sucking on your toes. I know that reminds me of when I was little and like we were growing up on a sailboat and they would like, you know, you're going swimming in the middle of the lake and they like, you know, throw you off the boat and like throw a tow line. Right. And I remember thinking like and then like fish would come up, you know, and you were like, oh, my God, there's a monster in the water, you know. But anyways, it's or like hunks of seaweed, like they yes. go through hunks of seaweed and you're like, what is inside that seaweed? What is yeah. inside there? Can we go back to their snakes in Lake Erie? Yeah. Is there? They're bad. They're ugly. Wait, is this I for see. real? For real. Like are, how big are they? Well, you only see, you know, about this much until they get up on the dock. <laughs> and then they are, and you're like, is that a line coiled on the dock or is that a snake? Wow, they are, you, they're really bad. They send themselves on the dock. They're are they dangerous or are they like just There's regular? There's one snakes? that bites. And one that doesn't, I can't like one has like a diamond pattern on it. Cause I, think I would move if I saw a snake on my dog, I would sell the we house. Had Charlotte, our younger daughter found one on our boat. She came up in the morning and was like, there's something wrong. I'm not kidding. I would sell my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, way braver. I protected that snake from my family. That's how it was protected. But the funny thing is I didn't realize all my buddies were around me with a cup of coffee watching me fight this snake. Wait, you fought it? (laughs) Kind of. Tried to get it off with a boat hook. So I fought it with a boat. I beat it with a boat hook. (laughs) And then when I lifted it up, it it literally wrapped itself in an eight nut, like a figure eight around the boat hook and just stared at me. And I'm like, you son of a... (laughs) I had so a nightmare about a snake last night. Yeah. I woke up and I, night too. Yes. Now you I will had to, for sure have one tonight. Oh no, I know, but it was legit. Like it was a cobra and I had to kill it with a stool, like a footstool. And so I smashed its head in and then it grew another one. This happened last night. You're going to have, I feel to, like something's happening with this. We should ask my that? spirit guides. Yes. Right. Exactly. Do you remember that before this conversation or did it just, no, it just popped in. Well, yeah. I did. Cause I told my husband about it this morning. But wow. You're then I blocked it out. So thanks a lot. <laughs> now it's I, back. I can now show you a back. video. I have to, um, I have to tell you, uh, my, um, I, we were with hurricanes and stuff like with preparedness and like grit and stuff like that. Like I was thinking like we were preparing for Elsa and I was like, we were, I was also preparing for this podcast cause we were supposed to record last week and then, you know, weather happened. But, um, I was thinking like, you know, some of the, some of the preparedness things that we do down here in Florida for hurricane is like, kind of like preparing to go on a boat, you know, like I'm throwing water bottles in the bottom of the freezer to freeze them, you know, like I'm trying to make sure like we have clean water jugs, right. You know, like dry right. food and, um, you know, so what, like really quickly, like what are some of the things that you guys do that, you know, like some, some tips like that would create that you have to prepare for and like some, you know, obviously real life experience gives kids just like the organic grit, but like, what are some things that you teach kids to like prepare for, to have grit and to, you know, you know, I mean, I think one of the biggest changes for us in compassing this is the safety aspect of it. Yeah. I don't think that, I mean, we always did what was required for, for racing. And then we applied that to just whatever we did, but I think we 
take safety much more serious now um, than we did before down to, I mean, sunscreen, you know, making sure every kid is fully in ourselves um, are fully lubed up, always wearing shoes. Like that's something that, you know, you kind of think you're on a boat, like take your shoes off. And then, you know, I know tons of power boaters, like they don't want you to have shoes because then you have to clean. And not only do you have to have shoes, but you have to have shoes that cover your toes um, sailing gloves at all times. Um, these life rigging, jacket. you know, have life jacket. Yes. Yep. Life yep. jacket. Yeah. I don't even think about that anymore. Rigging knives handy, like in case, you know, we had to cut that spinnaker off some of that stuff that like we always had, but it wasn't as accessible is, is now it is, yeah. you know, do it before we even leave the dock. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, we've kind of, you know, and we talk about this a lot with program prep is probably 20 to 25% of sailboat racing is actually racing. The rest of it is just getting ready and making sure you're set up for success because, you know, sunscreen, if you're burned on day one of a five-day regatta, days yeah. two, three, four, five suck. Totally. You're, you're sunburned. And, I and think, you're dehydrated too. I mean, totally. I was going to say, and the totally. other thing is, is we've always had this on the boat, regardless if it's adults or kids, we, we under the stairs, there's this, it's like a target bin and it's got little bungees on it. It's just a snack bin. It is anything you can imagine from Pringles to Snickers to yeah. anything. Beef and jerky. Beef Lots jerky. Beef. Almonds, Almonds, probably. Yeah. Like nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Cliff bars or something like because that. Because everybody's bars. just, you have to keep yourself fueled and you have to keep yourself hydrated. So yeah. it's just, it's a, it's a lot of water. It's a lot of water bottles. It's a lot of snacks. And a lot of people, I'm good. I'm good. No, eat it. Like, yeah. That's the big, well, and then they eat it. They go, I didn't think I was that hungry. And all of a sudden you can see like color coming back in their face. You're like, yeah, you're, you're starving and dehydrated. So, but that's like, I mean, we provide a lot of that stuff, but then Yeti provided each kid with like their smallest lunchbox size cooler um, last year for the leukemia cup. So then they put it, which I loved because they put it back on the kids. Like you pack your lunch. That's awesome. For all the practices and for all the, we did five practices leading up to it and for the race. And it was like such a cool way to go about it you know we can provide a lot of stuff but i love yeah. that the responsibility went back on them and Dude, they're accountable and got drive-through pancakes they're like hey yetis keep cold cold and hot hot three o'clock in the afternoon he whips out mcdonald's pancakes on the race and he's like got some flip <laughs> is he the one that also was looking at the lighthouse as the tallest thing <laughs> actually it was, yeah. was it? that kid Captain, captain of the keeper, keeper, yeah. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. Yeah. 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 And that also like having to pack your own stuff also makes you accountable. So, you know, I mean, that's also like a thing. And what is it about teenagers that are like, I'm fine, I'm fine. You're like, you're not fine. Like body, like body awareness, right? Like nobody taught me body awareness. Like you're thirsty, you should probably have some water, you know, like it's like more normalizing now. Like, you know, I say that's all the time to my kids. I'm like, you know, if you have a headache, you know, maybe drink some water, you know, like be aware, you know, <laughs> my stepson will come into the kitchen looking for food and then he'll close the cupboard. He didn't find anything he liked. I said, are you hungry? I can make you something. No, I'm good. I'm walk away. Right. Good. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But you just gave any of food. The most dehydrated kid on our boat every time who's crashed and crabby is our oldest daughter. Oh. you think that we would have it like figured out no nope. she's the one that's crashed and crabby how much water have you had none did you put on your sunscreen no i'm like well, then yeah <laughs> ah yeah and then you're like come on she's, done, okay. this summer. she's done really good this summer because last summer yeah. and i, oh. and I get, like she can get emo with me or like the rest of the kids i'm like uh good good talk rusty like, right <laughs> 
I'm like that. I will tell you though, like being down here in Florida, like it is difficult to keep the kids um, sunscreened, oh, sure. up, you know, and like yeah. my teenager didn't put it on and hydrated too. And he didn't, we went to the beach, went to Marco Island that one time. And, um, and he was sitting on the beach. I was like, get in the water. And he's like, no, I'm fine. And then I came out like 25 minutes later. I'm like, did you put sunscreen on? He's like, no, I forgot. I'm like, oh. and he like, couldn't even put shoes on, you know, like Ooh. the next day. Um, or the next couple of days, because it was just so painful. And, you know, I, I remember growing up, like, we didn't have sunscreen, we you know, we, what all did we day, do? I don't know, all day at the beach, all day at the pool. And I remember like shivering and, you know, like not in a good, a good place. So thank God we have sunscreen. Now. And like Nagzima, I remember my mom telling yes. me, Nagzima, yep. put Nagzima on to take the burn away. Oh, I, my, my, I remember my grandma, like, you know, she had like an aloe plant, you know, she like made her own yogurt. She was like the original hippie, you know, and she pulled the like little thing off the aloe plant, like put that it all over works, man. And stuff. It totally so good. does. It, that was so good. The aloe guys, plant. You need an aloe sponsor now. I'm just joking. I know. I'm like, Chase, we're going to have to send you though. Some we'll send you both. Some of these Harkin Durham bracelets, they change color in the sun. So if it turns purple, it means, and they're like those rubber bracelets that kids will wear. And it yes. just means you need sunscreen on. Oh, it's neat. Different. And then how do you reset it? I need one of those. You yeah, but it just, when you're out of the sun, it just goes back to normal color again. Oh, yeah. Oh, so like the awesome. whole time it's purple, be aware that you need sunscreen. Yes, exactly. it's UV Got driven. It. And actually, Harkin Durham makes an after um, after sun repair. Right. And it's it's like aloe, but like a thousand times better because yeah. it was made right. by a doctor. Can right. you say exactly. what that is again? Because I desperately need that. We can put it in the show notes. You guys, these are your sponsors, correct? Are these? Yeah, like, they've, yeah, been, yeah they've been phenomenal to us. They're a yeah. great, they're a great group. Can we include? Uh, we'll make sure to send you some of the um the bracelets and some of the stuff yeah. to try. And yeah. honestly, like I know I don't want to take up like your whole night. And so if um we you told the kids this is gonna go forever. They have to yeah. keep the bed. <laughs> so keep talking. That's great. Problem solving. Right. Just bring out the rum and we'll just keep going. And yeah. I'll like, you know, I have my we'll dogs. Have some drinks and walk the dog, they'll be fine. So if, um, if anybody wants to get a hold of you guys or like wants to find, like, how can they find you on, you guys are on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, we have our own YouTube channel and then it's more kids on sailboats.org. Okay. It's we, we all one, all word, one word, honestly. um, no underscores, pretty, pretty <laughs> no Googler. underscores, nothing. The Googler will take care of it for you. Just more <laughs> kids on sailboats. We pop TikTok up. TikTok coming soon. Yeah. yeah. Well, TikTok's out there and I have the most likes for our videos. So that's pretty sad. Don't go to our TikTok channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're probably amazing. Site later this week. I just looked at it today. We're getting e-commerce. We looked at, worked on that today. So selling some shirts, you know. That uh, makes you sound really hip. You got a yeah. merch. Wait, wait. We're getting e-commerce. E you have a merch store. Merch. Yeah. Merch. Merch. merch store. We're like call you with your sweet glass. Merch. We're calling it the overpriced garage sale. I got sale. my merch on too. Nice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I got my merch. merch. But yeah, and, yeah and we're all representing. The I just say my yeah. teenagers like my teenagers like don't say merch. Just don't. Just can you just say apparel? I'm like no. Just roll out, extra. Roll out some e-com. Be like yeah, it's it's in the e-com section of the site. Oh yeah, we're having fun with it because. It's we're treating it as a way to donate to the, the funds and the scholarships. Yes. We're telling you where it goes. Like, hey, if you buy this shirt, 
the extra money is going to be for pizza and safety gear. Like, so we've identified where the extra money goes and, and we're, we're having fun. Pizza's first and then yeah. we're getting oh some, God. then the safety gear. <laughs> I, love I think we need a $2,000. We need a pizza sponsor is what we, what we need. need. You we do. need a pizza sponsor. You for sure need a pizza sponsor. If we could get a uh, Chick-fil-A on board and uh, yeah. mash the chain. Yes. We could actually triple our profit. You're hired, Brett. You can come read emails out loud to me down here and help me with my sponsor <laughs> oh, issue. <laughs> oh, good. I'll be down. It's I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring my boat hook. We're gonna beat some gators. <laughs> yes, and some corn snakes, maybe. No, no, guys. Some no, no snakes. Ooh, we got those bufo frogs down here that are like really toxic for dogs. That yeah, like they're like all over here. They're like it sounds like your dogs are like flirting with death. On a yeah. Day. yeah. Yeah. They're hardcore. Those dogs are like living on the edge, the, man. The they one, yeah, your dogs have grit. They, she does. The one. She likes to eat spiders. She, she's like, bring it on. She's she's funny. So Maybe we need some dog bandanas in the e-com site. Yes, exactly. Um, well, anyways, we'll provide all the um, information about um, more kids on sailboats in our show notes. We'll have like all the links. And if you guys want to put any like sponsors links or whatever, you know, like... Cool, yeah, cool. so it'd be awesome. And I'm so happy you guys came on tonight. Thanks Thank for, you for having us. us. This yes. was cool. so great to meet you. I know it was so yeah. fun. And I don't know if anybody knows, but like Katie and I kind of go way back. We're kind of like, you know, we go way back. <laughs> we were in like tutus and tights and sailboats and stuff. Probably yeah. the first people I met in my life. Yeah. So in the show notes, will there be any pictures of? Uh, no. Some- yeah, this whole video recording is going to be posted. Make it to the original more. More kids on sailboats. I'm sure there's a picture of us. Of you two when you guys first got together. You know, you, you and I. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> All right. You can set, set, text me a picture because I'd have to do some digging. I know. I'll see. I'll see. We'll have We're going to put Tom and Joanne on it. Say, and we might have to call like... in the grandparent or the parents. So thank you so much for coming on. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you guys, all the information will be in the show notes. It's more kids on sailboats. And obviously if anybody's out there that has a boat to donate or they want to connect with you guys to, they want to get involved. Maybe they have like a club that they want to like connect with you guys to expand and make more, more branches. You guys are totally. Absolutely. A lot of people call and say, I don't know if this is up your alley, but I just wanted to talk to you about this. And we start talking and that's how cool things happen because this whole thing happened by accident and it launched because we all sat at a bar table and figured out where to do our next regatta. So I think if you have hashtags, rum, and 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 an accidental like you know cool idea, like you know it's like a golden thing. And by yes. the way, you only take boats that have beehives, right? Yes, yes, yes. that's a requirement. If it, if, it, if it can harm me while trying to fix it, I would. You know, it's you always say boats bite back. Well, these literally do. They did. So, and your yeah. next one can be called chaos. Exactly. I love it. Yes. Nat, that was good. I like that. All right. Thanks, Nat, for coming on for as a guest co-host tonight. I appreciate you coming and and coming on. And thank you, Katie and Brett. I really appreciate it so much. And um, hang tight for a second. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a wrap, guys. Thanks to our guests, Katie and Brett from More Kids on Sailboats for joining in on the conversation and sharing their story with us. Thanks, Natalie, for being my guest co-host tonight. I really appreciate you. And thank you for coming on and and joining us and being a part of the conversation as well. We're so happy that you are here. All right, new episode every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And yeah, if you want to share this episode with just one 
one person, we'd super appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. Cheers.